they swallowed gold with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, you can flee. You can flee tyranny like that with your net worth. Where you can flee with millions. Nobody needs to know. You can go in seconds. Yo, what up, what up? It's your man, Brandon Carter, and you are listening to the Victory Talk podcast. This is the podcast where we show you how to build your money, muscle, and mindset. I give you the lessons that I learned over my career building several multi-seven-figure businesses, and every once in a while, I bring in my successful multi-millionaire friends to teach you their lessons as well. No matter what podcast platform you're tuning into, make sure you follow us there because we are dropping new content every day that's going to help you succeed. Now, let's get into today's episode. What are the top three lies you've heard about crypto? Okay, so um, that is for criminals. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is that... That's a lie. It's not for criminals? It's not for criminals. It wasn't made for criminals. It's just their preferred no, method of it was made as It was made as a solution to the current fiat system, the corrupt uh, system. It was made as a solution to it. The reason why it's, it's incorrect when people say Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is for criminals is because the entire blockchain which is the foundation of crypto, is completely mm. transparent. Mm. So it's really bad if you want to do something criminal or illegal, it's really bad to use crypto because they can track your entire thing. And now they have even more technology. And trust me, I know, like I've seen this, like they have even more technology where they can now start identifying people with those different anonymous wallet addresses. There are so many people that yo, are getting caught. You cannot do crime. With crypto. You Yo, just you can't general. If the, mirror, if, if the government wants you, well, one, they can just get you. you. I got friends like in some different places and, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, yo, they, they, they can find out anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. So crypto, so guys think they're smart doing crime crypto. Yeah, they're stupid. They're stupid. They're so stupid. The yeah. whole blockchain is transparent and you, like, you can't get out of it. Uh, and they're, they're cutting down on things like mixes. So, um, okay, so the whole thing is transparent, right? So if mm-hmm. I send you one Bitcoin, mm-hmm. you can then look inside my wallet and you can see where that Bitcoin came from and where it came from, oh, where it came so from. So I can track you it from the, the whole history, right? Uh, but then you have things called mixes, and if you put the if I if I put all my money in a mixer and then I then take it out, you can't see any history of it. It's all like mixed and jumbled. They're making those illegal, uh, and any wallet that's connected to a mixer then gets frozen and so on and so on. And so it's becoming increasingly difficult to do any criminal activity with cryptocurrency. Even privacy coins, which don't allow you to trace the history, are being like shut down or like exchanges are, are forced to delist them really yeah i think monero was monero is like a monero great, that was a, the popular one yeah right? privacy coin yeah i think that's been shut down on several different cryptocurrency exchanges like, what happens when one, one of these coins gets shut down like the nothing not like the price goes to zero and just, yeah. like you you know you can't you it's can't like trade you it on the stock and it goes to zero yeah speaking so. of metro bank stock today crashed 29 percent. talking to yeah like just metro banks and random bank yeah. It crashed 29%. And that's funny because we spoke earlier and you were telling me, Bitcoin's so volatile. We can't trust it. Yeah. It's just fake money, blah, blah, blah. Metro Bank, a bank. Yeah. It still crashed 29%. 29% crashes in crypto are very normal, but not in yeah. not in the stock market. Well, it depends on what time you're looking at, but stocks aren't currency. So that's the difference. Depends how you define currency, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, crypto, cryptocurrency and... Yeah, yeah, it's like, I'm not... It's still, it's still something people I mean, say. honestly, it, I mean, if you if we were to be use semantics, anything could be currency. Right? I, can just, exactly. I can trade you something for this keyboard, exactly. right? Um, so I get, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. All right, what's the number? What's the second? That's a good question. Um, 
I think it annoys me when people confuse Bitcoin and crypto. Okay. Yeah, because crypto is like, is a casino and I'm in that casino, don't get me wrong. And I talk about all the different shit coins that I trade. Yeah. I talk about all of it, but it's a casino. Okay. Whereas Bitcoin is very different and people often think, you know, just because like FTT, this fake coin, which Sam Bankman-Free created, crashed. Or, and because of his platform and his exchange crashed, they think that means Bitcoin's a scam. When in fact, it has nothing to do with Bitcoin. Uh, that's it's completely God. separate. It'd be like if if uh, it, like Bernie Madoff had a Ponzi scheme, that doesn't mean like the dollar is a scam. Right. But right. although the dollar just happens to be a scam anyway. But <laughs> yes, the analogy is correct. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then what, what would be the third? Um, this isn't a lie. This is kind of off the back of the second one. It's more just like when an exchange goes bankrupt like FTX mm. or BlockFi, well, FTX was a scam. BlockFi went bankrupt. The My issue there is people, again, they often think like Bitcoin's the scam. Bitcoin's dangerous. When in fact, people just aren't educated on how to take self-custody and how to store their Bitcoin correctly offline um, with correct security practices. They don't understand how to um, how to secure their private keys, their seed phrase. Don't write it down on a piece of paper. Mm. Engrave it on a metal sheet so that it doesn't get ruined. You know, they don't understand all these things. So that's something which I talk uh, about and, and wish people sort of understood more. Okay. And that's what that's the kind yeah. of stuff you you teach people. Yeah. About. And when I asked you what the value was, the only thing you said was it's limited supply. Is right. that basically what? No. So the value, and my my brother is like going to listen to this because we we <laughs> we once did a debate with somebody and we practiced this answer. All right, let's go. Let no, I'm stressed out. No, I'm not trying to I'm debate. Joking. I'm trying to learn. No, you're good. Yeah. So the there's value behind anything. If somebody's willing to pay for something, there's value, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like with with Bitcoin, it costs money to create a coin. Yeah. You have to actually put cash in to create it. Mm -hmm. So, for example, people have to buy electricity power, right? Because you need to mine it into existence. Yeah. They have to buy computational power, which is then transferred into uh, hash power and so on and so on and so on. But money goes in. And at the end, a Bitcoin is spat out. Right. So a Bitcoin is spat out. So if I said to the person who just paid all for all this electricity... The, the machinery, the computers, the computational power. He just put hundreds of thousands into creating all of this stuff. And then one Bitcoin is spat out. And I say to him, can I have that Bitcoin? He's going to be like, no. Mm. I've got all this money I just put in to create it. So that's where the value comes from. But it's Actual valuable hard to... capital goes in. No, hard capital goes in. Yeah. And a Bitcoin is spat out. And so if I say to him, give me that, he's going to be like, no, it's worth X. I just paid X for it. Yeah. But like if if I spend a bunch of money to create something and no one wants, right? That doesn't just because I create, I spend money to create it doesn't inherently make it valuable to other people. It's right. valuable to me. For sure. But at the same time, there is people want it because of uh, all the characteristics that I mentioned, uh, right? And you're and you're still probably going to want to sell sell it for a profit. Like say you say like you spent hundreds of thousands yeah. on creating something, you may you may not break even. You might be selling it at a loss, but you're gonna get some money for that. You're not just going to give it away. You spent hundreds of thousands creating it. You might even give it away for two dollars. Yeah. But you gave it away for something, and that, and of course, the market decides the value. Right. But the but there's value to it because you put capital, you put hard capital down, and you refuse to get rid of, you refuse to sell it for free. I think what, what even may, at a loss, or maybe what's confusing me is when you say I spent money, somebody spent money to make it, yeah, and you want to sure. sell it for a profit. 
the money you spent and make it was fiat currency. Yes. And then when you sell it for profit, you get more fiat currency than you paid to either make it or buy it. Right. So at the end of the then it's it with your example you just gave me, the end was more was getting more fiat currency. Well, that's if they choose to sell. So uh-huh. when you create when you um create a Bitcoin, you're called a miner. Mm-hmm. And you validate that all the transactions happen, you confirm the transactions, and then you get rewarded with a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Miners don't always want to sell. They don't want to sell. But at the same time, they have to sell because they have electricity bill- bills to yeah, pay. That. So that creates a market because they have to sell. They have to sell. They, they, they have to pay electricity bills. They don't sell all of it. And they don't necessarily sell it at a profit either. Like when you first started, when they first started running the Bitcoin network, I don't know how much it cost them, mm-hmm. but they didn't necessarily sell it for a profit. And you could even sell it back then anyway. You just mm. keep, keep mining it and creating it into existence. Yeah, you know. I know it's a lot. No, no, I understand what you're saying. Like it hard, just... like for example, I hope I give this example right. Like say you have an iPhone yeah. and you spend like a hundred, a thousand dollars on it. And I'm like, can I have it for free? You're like, no. And I'm like, well, why? Because you spent a thousand dollars on it. And I can use that iPhone for something. Even, <laughs> like okay, it's utility. For sure. Now, if the iPhone was dead, right? I say to you, can I have it for free? You're going to say no. You know why? Because Apple will take it and they'll give you money for it because they want the pieces. Somebody, right, right. You can you can get money somewhere. You can go to like a dead car. Uh, I don't know. What do they call garages? They take dead cars because yeah. they can reuse. Right, right. right, they can, right. So there's, there's always going to be something that you can do with it. So if I say that to thing you, always goes back to make to getting fiat currency. doesn't matter. There's value. There's value. Yeah, You're trading okay. it. There's value. All right. I hope that makes sense. No, it makes sense. Uh, uh, the words you say make sense. And then on top of that, <laughs> on, on top of like the hard capital yeah. going in, you have all the things that I spoke about. So limited supply making it hedge yeah. against inflation. It's also, it's also, um, like, yeah, a store of value, limited supply. It's also portable, which is really incredible. It's very mm-hmm. difficult to move money around the world. Try moving gold around the world. You literally cannot do that. Mm. It's so difficult. Um, you can't really move more than $10,000 in cash. Yeah. Um, you know, bank accounts don't really let you re- um, remove your money if they even have your money, right? Because they're all doing fractional reserve banking. Yeah. So when you when you go to a bank and you're like, hi, you can have 25 grand. My friend went the other day and they literally treated her like a criminal. They made her wait. What do you need it for? Da, 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 da. Really? Yeah, yeah. You have to pre-order your money if you want to get. But I went to, I went to, I, I literally went to this Chase is, yeah. and I said, I need 20 grand in, in singles. Okay. <laughs> Don't ask why. Okay. But they gave me. You go to eleven. You're definitely going to eleven. And, uh, <laughs> I haven't been to. I haven't exactly. been to eleven since you took the one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. This was this was like in 2018. I have a picture. Do you know that picture I have with the fucking me with all the bills? It was it was to shoot an ad. Oh. I was shooting an ad, so I just needed to fucking stack some money. And then I'll put some hundreds on top of it to make it look like fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars. But it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they just gave it to me. Oh, that's good. Well, this was in England. Oh. But but even here, I'm sure there's a limit. If you ask for 200 grand in cash from the bank, your money, mm-hmm. you're going to have a very difficult time getting 200 grand in cash today. Probably, yeah. What if you've got to get out of here? So number one, you don't have the right to your own money. You can't remove it. Number two, you can't flee or go anywhere or travel with 200 grand in cash. Like I, I have cash. I am not traveling from state to state with cash. Like I will with like a couple grand. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm not traveling state to state with any more than that. Watches are good because obviously you can travel, you know, you can wear a watch worth 100 grand and then you can obviously move on across grand? the world. 
Sorry, how oh, much is yours? Oh, oh, it depends on. What what is that one again? Is it is it a patent? Oh, Richard Millet. Richard Millet. Richard Millet. How much is it? Uh, depends on who you are. You know, whatever the market. How much is this with. one today? Uh, if, I, if you go on uh, Chrono Twenty Four, it's about one thousand. I'm mean, one hundred and eighty thousand. Okay, yeah. so you can move one hundred eighty thousand, right? Mm -hmm. By wearing a watch, you can get a girlfriend to wear another watch. You can maybe put, you know, one watch in your case, and now you've got just under like a, you got maybe like half a million on right, you, right? right? I'm sure you like you might want to move more than half a million. You can't be traveling with like ten watches in your case. TSA are gonna open well, it and be like, like you're I'm moving too Jason much of value. Moore. No, like why, why would matter. I ever have to do that? Because <laughs> one day, because one day you may not like this the 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 way the United States is running anymore. Mm. You may not like how things are going, and you might want to get up and go before it gets any worse. I'll give you an example, okay? And I always use this example. I actually have a book called Undressing Bitcoin. Mm. It's available on Amazon and I spoke about this in my book. Okay. In the book, I spoke about the Holocaust and the, who would have ever thought that they'd come and put Jews in gas chambers? Like you you just would not think that in like 1920s. You wouldn't yeah. think 20 years, in 20 years time, you know, we're really happy here. We're part of German society. You know, we're, I, I watched, a, I watched a, a Polish movie yesterday that was set in the late 1800s and the Jews were so integrated into society and they were happy. You would never have thought that come the 1940s, you go straight to a gas chamber, right? Mm. Some families knew and they tried to get papers and run, but they weren't allowed to go with anything other than the gold in their teeth. The Nazis confiscated even the gold in their teeth. So the Jews would put gold inside bread, swallow it and flee. Oh, That's how they flee tyranny. That's how they flee with value and money. Mm. They swallowed gold. With Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, you can flee. You can flee tyranny like that with, with, with your net worth. Where you can flee with millions. Nobody needs to know. You can go in seconds. You can pay someone on the other side of the world to get you the documents that you need to oh. flee tyranny. One day, you don't know what could happen in the United States. You might be super happy now. Yeah. You've got your studio. Everything's great. Uh. I can see the FTX. which now the Kaseya Center. <laughs> Everything's perfect. Uh. Perfect today. You don't know what it's going to be like in 20 years time. We have, we have a contingency. There's, there's something written in America for that. Oh, everything's written. No, no, and they go second, the Second Amendment. Okay, well, the, you know what? <laughs> we, got, we got the Second Amendment. Yeah, today you do. The Democrats want to get rid of it. It's Biden been, wants to get rid of it. It's been getting stronger, man. No. Yeah. You, mean? you have more and more. We got constitutional carry here in Florida. We got constitutional in Florida, carry yeah. in Texas. Until, until got... Governor De DeSantis isn't Governor DeSantis anymore. What, what happens when he goes? What if he gets a more liberal Republican? Listen. Which could happen. I mean, all this stuff could, ha could happen. And you have to be prepared. Yeah. You have to be, you have to be prepared. Like, I, I took what happened with, with COVID really seriously. Mm -hmm. Because I was in the UK, I was in Europe, and I saw how they locked us all down and how and how they um, didn't let people work. They didn't let them see their families. They did force them to take a foreign substance, which I think is really immoral and quite yeah, Holocaust-like. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with yeah. you on that. And so I saw that, and I'm so grateful that I saw that at such a young age, because it means that I'm not living in the clouds. And one day I turn like 40, and I'm like married to a man who's not got a clue, and he can't come and save me. 40 is not that old. You know, it's, it's like some people say it's like still kind of young. Anyway, good. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a lot older than what I am now. It's like double. It's like almost it's like double my age. Forty is like not even like a big deal. You know? It's almost Some double what say. I am now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so one day I turn 50. Yeah. And, you know, 
things change. Okay, I get what you're saying. The America that you know today is not the America that you knew 20 years ago. It's just not. It's completely different. Fucking better. Like America. You have more surveillance after 9-11. You have way more surveillance. You have the whole TSA. It's unbelievable. California's turned to absolute like. Well, California's always been like the fucking worst place. (laughs) New York's become more liberal. More liberal? Yes. Yo, listen. <laughs> listen. Let me tell you something about fucking American history, right? Like fucking 50 years ago? Yeah. Like it would be illegal for me and my girlfriend to be together in America. Yeah, I'm, you know I'm not I'm talking like, about breaks. I'm talking about Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. is this, you think there's less freedom now? Like, there's places I couldn't go, especially down here in the South, you know, like when my fucking parents were kids, you know, like, so, so when, when, when people say, like, oh, so much worse now, I'm like, well, depends on who you ask. Yeah. Because sure. I would have been in the back of the fucking bus back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would have been, uh, I, there, there's no way I would have had the opportunities I had. I would have, there's no way my man Nima would have had the opportunities he had. Like we were legit fucking second class citizens. You know, we would have been like fear, fear for, for our lives doing certain shit yeah. here, here in, um, especially down here in Florida, the fucking bottom of America. Right. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like geographically the bottom. Yeah. And it's, 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 so when people say it's like worse now, I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> it depends on who the fuck you ask and what perspective. Like if, if, when I look at it from, from the perspective of, me and my family, this has never been a better time to be in America. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. yeah, no, I understand. I think as you like, th- there's there's different problems with different decades and different generations. Mm-hmm. And I personally think that all the problems that we see in the world, it starts with the money. Mm-hmm. And I think if you fix the money, you fix the world. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me such a big Bitcoin advocate. I think okay. all the problems that we have. And so... So the main utility... It sounds. It sounds like you're saying the main utility is like a contingency plan. Yeah. Again. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, no, I, I can stand not behind even, that. Yeah, but okay. but not even fully a contingency plan because, like I said, the purchasing power of your dollar is going down. So, like, we we need a solution now. We need a solution today. So, if you bought Bitcoin like six years ago. You will be six up. Years ago, you yeah, will and be that's, up. that's a very short. Like six years is nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like it's not even a decade. So you you would be in a better position. Okay, just devil's advocate. Always. If you were to put that same money in the stock market, you'd be up. Not the same amount though, and it depends which stock. Not the right? same amount. Like it, not the same yeah, amount. Yeah, like the stock the market. five hundred, you'd be up. It's hardly uh, gonna move, so it doesn't really move too much. Just it goes it goes up about, on average ten percent a year. 10% a year. Yeah, yeah. so like, which like 60% like, annualized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, <laughs> Bitcoin's up like, up. yeah. yeah big, I mean, Bitcoin was way up. Yeah. But and that's going to, but that is going to stop though, right? You can't, you, you don't think it's going to keep that, that, that kind of rise. It's going to level out at some point. Right. Hopefully it's like less volatile. Well, exactly that. Yeah. So, so that takes us to the point of like, well, maybe it could become a medium of exchange, a natural currency, because yes, it will become less volatile. Um, But, but it's still, there's still a hard cap. So gold, for example, yeah. has, I think, has an inflation rate of around like, I can't remember, something too bad. There's 2% and 2% more gold is found every year. Mm. There's always more gold to be mined from the ground. I believe there's an asteroid in space which has enough gold on it to make everyone Where? like a millionaire or a billionaire or something like Elon that. Is, uh, That's why he's going to space. Yeah, trying to get on the gold. Uh huh. Smart yeah. man. <laughs> Smart guy. Okay. Well, yeah. So you, so you, you, you're... so I'm saying even gold has, even gold doesn't have a hard cap limit, mm-hmm. and yet it's still a hedge against inflation, a store of value. The same will be true for Bitcoin. It's an interesting theory. Yeah. You see, no, I mean, I hope you're right. You I know, am. Like that, that would be cool. <laughs> Do you still own any? Do I still own any? You, no. You should. Bitcoin <laughs> under 30k is a steal. I'm telling you, we have a, a bull market coming in the next like year and a half, two years. So I can see that. I mean, it, like it's 
I think this is going to be is is going to be super volatile for a while. If, yeah. If it, if the volatility ever stabilizes, you want volatility. You want volatility if you're trading, but not for what you're talking about. Yeah, but for now, it's great. Yeah, it's I mean, because I trade, I, I definitely traded it. And I made, I, yeah. I told you, I bought it at 19 and sold it at like 60 something. That's a great trade. I made trade. a lot of money. Yeah, that's amazing. I think, I think, I How think do you feel? To... Do, you, do you feel like we agreed on stuff? I feel like yeah. we both agree that if, as long as it's, okay, here's what it is. I think well, as long as it stays as volatile, you should just trade it, get in and get out, right? You say you should hold indefinitely. I say you should hold, you're going to hold when it, when it, when or if it stabilizes. So I think you should buy low in a bear market like now-ish, uh, sell high, realize those profits, and then when the market crashes, go back in. Uh, and then just keep doing that until it starts to like level See, what, so what I had a different strategy. I bought low, sold high, and then used that money for goods and services. Yeah, that, that's also <laughs> You reinvested it back into yourself. Yeah, okay. It's a win-win. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always... Thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And in case you're looking for more free content and more free stuff that'll help you make money, build your muscle and your mindset, join our free Victory Unit Discord channel. It's 100% free. And I have free courses in there that you can download right now, today, 100% free. And we're putting new courses in there all the time. We're in there answering your questions. There's a group of people who are super serious about obtaining elite level success. And if that's you, go ahead and join the Discord. But don't join, you know, if you want to be average or mediocre. That's not the place for you. You won't find anything for you there, right? If you want to be a regular guy who does regular shit until you die, that's cool. I'm sure you got redeeming qualities. The Victory Unit Discord, you won't find a lot of value for you. Now, if you're a guy who's hell-bent on success and will not allow anything to stop him from accomplishing his goals, you fucking need to join the Victory Unit Discord. You need to stop whatever you're doing, whatever it is. It's not more important than joining the Victory Unit Discord right now. I don't care if you're holding a baby, you know what I'm saying? If you're at work, put the baby down. Walk out of that meeting, join the Victory Unit Discord right now, right? It's the most important thing you'll do if you're serious about success. And in case you're into video podcasts, you can find and watch this episode on my YouTube channel as well, all right? Holla at y'all. Peace.